Meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice, our mild-mannered podcasters were bombarded by gamma rays, bitten by radioactive bugs, mutated by toxic waste, irradiated with cosmic rays, born into a world that doesn't understand them. everybody and welcome to uh day one pre comic-con this is about as happy as you're gonna you're gonna see us all weekend i think um i'm here of course with steve hey bob and rob hey how's it going all right and uh we uh 70 may lunge in at some point we're not sure uh (laughs) waiting for her to burst through the curtain yeah yeah oh my gosh uh, hey guys! We're actually doing this on video for once, um, so hello to people watching. Um, so we are the show floor isn't open yet, and Artist Alley isn't even open yet. So we really haven't we haven't really hit the hit the bricks yet. Um, but uh, Rob picked me up this morning at six ten in the morning, and Damn, we ugly o'clock, ugly o'clock, and we took a train uh, in uh, to uh, go to the retailer's breakfast, um, and after some um, good coffee and. Mediocre breakfast food. We uh, salty. <laughs> the bacon was salty. The bacon was very salty, but very crispy. Everything so. else was okay. the The bacon was pretty salty. The good the, the bakery stuff was pretty good. Oh, great croissant! Croissant was very good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, juice is pretty good too. Um, Not salty. Got to talk to some other shop owners and stuff like that. That was kind of cool. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, um, and uh, and then. Um, we uh, we got ushered into a room and told to turn our phones off uh, by a young-looking security guard. Yeah, he looked about fifteen. Uh, it was quite quite disconcerting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, Marvel um, uh, started off, started off the the the, the presentation. Uh, they showed us a couple uh, images from the books. Um, there's a uh, Night of the Living Deadpool. Book coming out from from Colin Bunn, uh, just in the Deadpool Illustrated, uh, Deadpool Kills Deadpool line uh, uh, minis, um, which looks pretty cool. There's also a Deadpool uh, variant for Avengers 24 point now. Uh, it's Deadpool twerking. Twerking. Oh no. Yeah, yep. yeah. It's Deadpool twerking. So, uh, looks pretty funny. Wolverine has like a look yeah. of disgust. Get on that his mic face right up in. Get that mic right up in your face, Rob. Okay, okay, there, there got go. it. Um, yeah. Little <clears throat> no, I don't think so. Uh, it was a very quick image, but Wolverine has like this like. Uh, yeah, look yeah. Look on his face. Horrified. Um, that was pretty cool. Uh, and then they showed us an image from... There, there's going to be a Marvel... Na- all new Marvel Now point one issue. Just like there was a Marvel Now point one issue. Um, and we're going to get, uh, I guess, you know, lead into those other books. And there's an image of Silver Surfer on that cover. There was like an image and stuff like that. And then um, there was uh, a one image blacked out. Like you couldn't see who it was. But Rob, you're pretty sure it's... Um, it was definitely Angela. Yeah. Um, you could see her little twirly claw things. Yeah. You know, floating around, and yeah. and they were alluding that it was her, saying, you know, a character that we recently talked about, in heavy press. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be, be her. her. Okay, go ahead, you're gonna go. She's gonna get Stephanie. Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, 
Um, so yeah, that, he he, had, he said it, he slipped up and said it was a female by accident, and then by that point he was you know, just keep going. Yeah. Uh, so then he was basically like, uh, "I'm not going to talk anymore." Oh, we showed him this this uh, origins too. If you're watching the the, the video, there is an origins uh, an origins two uh, cover they showed us. Which um, what do they call this kind of cover? Acetate. Acetate cover, mm-hmm. uh, and it folds open, and this new image they revealed. There, if you see at the top here, uh, there's a Mister Sinister image so this has not been revealed yet so he will be in uh the book apparently. yeah yeah so Part they're gonna some villain. somehow tie him into wolverine's origin yeah yeah so we'll see how what happens with that um and then uh he was basically like i'm not gonna show any more clips brian who's our cameraman is staring me down i do not know look like there's something wrong <laughs> uh so it's uh he's like he's gonna show us clips so he opened the laptop up and you know they the, the security guy started really kind of uh Hey, hey, Stephanie is here. I'll let uh, Steph take this spot. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, sit, sit, sit. <laughs> uh, Stephanie, this is the first time we're going to be on mics in the same room. I know. It's crazy. For real. All right. Yeah. So Stephanie is here wearing a Batman skirt. I am. Yeah. Hey. Uh, the first one was like, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, so we were then privy to uh, a presentation of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy footage. Um, oh, how was that? It was awesome. It uh, it wasn't what I expected. Even though we've seen that leak of it online, it was it was that leak didn't include the the beginning uh, of the imagery, and you get to see uh, Chris Pratt as Star Lord kind of walking into this like treasure room to take. And he, it's very dramatic, and it looks like you know Prometheus or like Game of Thrones type of like very like that like fidelity f- uh, fidelity of image. And he takes off this little thing, and then the security comes running in, and and then it gets funny from there. And he, it's he's really charismatic and really funny uh and then we get the stuff we've mainly seen you know kind of uh john c Riley running off the 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 members uh mm-hmm. and uh rocket looks awesome and the cool thing what they do about him is the first shot of him like they're framing up everybody like you frame up and i think but they don't change the framing so rocket's just like a head you know he's saying in a lineup he's just a head and then b- before they show groot like i was like what the and it's just like it's just no head of the body and he kind of peeks in yeah yeah uh really good and it looked very funny the action looked really cool when the rocket was shooting the the machine gun it it looks fantastic and we were really pumped about that uh and then they went to the captain america the winter soldier footage um and they're well at the end of the guardians of the galaxy footage the guy got a like a pop up on his laptop said your laptop's at seven percent battery you might want to hook it up it's gonna go in sleep mode and i think he first ignored that message so then the captain america footage starts and it's very serious looking kept in an elevator and um and then all of a sudden it just dies oh no it just dies and he's like freaking out he's trying to flip it out and he uh he, he finally gets it he plugs it in and he gets it turned back on and the projector's not working and so there's like a five minute thing and um it was some technical snafus it wasn't like being in hall h at a san diego comic-con but uh he got the captain america footage started back up and i gotta say i was really excited for the guardians footage and i was really impressed by it after seeing the Captain America footage, I I cannot wait to see Ooh. Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Um, there's a hand-to-hand fight in the elevator, which um, is just it's it's fierce and it really shows Cap's strength more than we I think we even saw it in the the the, the, the first movie. Um, it looks different. Like there's there's this huge vista of like Washington D.C. that they show, and it looks like something you'd see in a political thriller. You know, it doesn't look. It looks totally different. Um, Redford looks really good in it. We get little we get little bits of Scar- ScarJo and uh, and them working together. We get epic like air you know the shield aircraft carrier 
you know, burning up and stuff, like Avenger-sized looking stuff. Any Falcon stuff? Falcon stuff, yeah, yeah. He jumps off a building and he's falling, he's shooting a gun, and then the wings come out and he just flies around and stuff like that. Nice. Looks awesome. Uh, got, they got some whoops and cheers when that happened. Uh, but then the, the moment, though, is his shield is kind of in the ground, uh, and you, you see like, feet walking up to it, and it looks like it would be, it looks like cat's feet, and then it's like metal hand grabs the shield and brings it up and it pans up and it's the Winter Soldier looking just like the Winter Soldier uh, from the Brubaker stuff um, and it's the only hint you even get of him in, in, in the story because the story the, in the trailer because the trailer is very compact just about kind of scenes uh, but it, it looked it looks fantastic um, the, the, the costume looks good um, the kind of Secret Avengers costume with the star in the middle uh, looks really good it uh, looks like it's dealing with political stuff. I mean, they, they talk about, um, you know, there's a line where he said, you know, they're talking about surveillance, and he says, that's not freedom. Like, that's fear. And, they, you know, obviously it's going to be light because it's a comic book movie, but it's cool that it's there. And then they showed us that Age of Ultron teaser with the bang in that Tony, Tony's helmet, um, which was cool. Uh, and then we saw a bunch of stuff. We saw cool stuff. Dark Horse, I think, as far as comics goes, was the best presenter. Um, they talked about the Brian Wood, Gail Simone crossover. Um, they talked about uh, this line in the Aliens universe they're doing. Uh, um, they're doing a Predator book, um, which is Joshua Williamson is writing Predator. Yes. Uh, an Aliens book that Chris Roberson is writing. Yes. Uh, Alien versus Predator. That's uh, <laughs> Alien versus Predator that Chris Sabella is writing. And then a Prometheus book that uh, Phil Tobin is writing. And they're all going to tie in and there's going to be... Phil Tobin or Paul Tobin? Paul Tobin. That's what I meant. Thank you, Stephanie. <laughs> finger guns. Sorry, we're on film, so it's okay. Oh, uh, great. <laughs> yeah. Little finger guns. Uh, so, yeah, that was really cool. Um, that stuff looked good. Uh, we got some Buffy stuff. Rebecca Isaacs and Christos Gage are taking over uh, Buffy, the mainline book, uh, after doing Angel uh, last year. So that looks good. I'm going to bring up my notes, actually. So you know, people Normally, people wouldn't be able to see this, but now that we're on film, they can see this. Dark Horse is actually, like, I didn't realize how well... Dark Horse has established themselves as a comic publisher. And when I was doing, I did all these trivia questions for this um, company that hired me to do an app. And um, I was doing this like Eisner research. And you know they're ahead of Marvel for Eisner's that they've won? I did not know that. No, wow. Like, it's like it's like yeah. DC, Vertigo, and Dark Horse that are like the top three. And I did not know that. Dark Horse like has nailed it. Yeah, yeah. And they, some of the license stuff, uh, Jamal Eigel is taking over Terminator. Oh, that's awesome. They're doing a Terminator book. Wow. Yeah, so they're really they're really kind of doing uh, those those um those license properties and they also announced um at that at that dinner at that breakfast that there's a new uh Greg Rucka creator owned series called Veil, a horror series coming from Dark Horse uh Ooh. next year. Um so th- very exciting about that. They showed stuff from uh they showed the trailer for Snow Piercer, I guess that was Titan showed that, um, which is the movie with Chris Evans uh, that that their graphic novel is coming out uh, in, in next year, um, which looks pretty cool. Uh, they did announce that Brian Wood is leaving Conan, um, and that Fred Van Lent is taking over that uh, when he leaves after Conan after the has crossover. Already left it too, right? I'm not sure about that. They didn't okay. say anything about art uh, okay. on on the book, so um, yeah, he's gone. Um, Oh, the other thing they do is they showed one image from this Revolutionary War miniseries that Marvel's doing, which is bringing back all the British characters. Um, so it looked interesting. I don't know what the hell that's going to be. It was, it was just one image. Um, and uh, the, the one thing, and then DC got up. Uh, and the presentation was fine. Uh, it was good. They, you know, they, they, they gave away some good stuff to the retailers, but they, they, they thanked the retailers first for Villains Month. 
And and then they said, you know, we know there were some snafus and there were some hiccups and some headaches, but you know, we made a lot of money. And then they paused for a, an uncomfortably long time. Uh, and he's like, and we hope you made money too. And next time we'll try to crack it so we all make more money. But there was definitely you could feel it in the room, the retailers. There like, was a tension. Like, come on, you know, like that. That was that was the only reply. And they got out of there really quick. Um, they were at the end, but uh, <laughs> they didn't really show anything new. They showed. Uh, they talked about their all ages books a little bit and how they're fully returnable. They said they weren't making a lot of money for them right now yet, but they they were going to keep doing it. They talked a little bit about Vertigo, and they're going to be sending out samples to uh, the retailers so they can order stuff. Uh, and uh, other than that, that was that was really it um, as far as everything that happened at, at the breakfast. Uh, Rich Johnson from Bleeding Cool was there, and he was like three rows ahead of us, and we could see him taking pictures. And we were like watching. Rob was watching as he was like updating his website from the stuff that he was doing. And Rob Rob wrote one of his tweets. He wrote, "I can see you." <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, other than that, that that was really that's that was the beginning of the, the con for me. Um, Stephanie. How, how are you doing? How was your trip here? It was good. I got up at like 4 a.m. though on, oh my God, what day is it? It's on, Thursday today. <laughs> I got up 4 a.m. yesterday. <laughs> and it was just like this, I, I had to go to, because I had booked my flight so last minute mm-hmm. that I had to have like a stopover in Cincinnati first. And like from Toronto, I know, right? <laughs> I know. I was sitting there and I'm like, oh my. And it was her birthday yesterday too. Yeah, I went out. I went out to dinner. I'll skip ahead for like two seconds because it's related. But Adam, I went out with Adam and Allison Hughes last night for dinner, and I was like, "It's Oma's birthday." And Allison like loves Oma. She's like, "By the way, we pretty well like invited you this because we told everyone at dinner that like you're just gonna tell Oma stories." And I was like, "Oh, dance, monkey, dance!" But but like Allison got this like super excited. She's like, "We're gonna take a video for Oma, and everyone's gonna do individual greetings." They're like, "I don't know this person's grandma," and they're like, "Don't worry about it." And she like directed this video for Oma and like everyone said thank you and like happy birthday like you're a delight and all this stuff but it's been good so far I was just like so tired yesterday and I got here today and I had like really tentative badge plans so I kind of threw everything together last minute and I'm like yeah I've got stuff and yeah I've I've just been wandering around Artist Alley and it's been great so far aside from like my fighting with security guards end them <laughs> so yeah they answered this new right every every badge now has like this rfid thing on it that Ugh. you scan in and out and it's supposed to make things easier but what it has created is like long lines whereas before you just kind of walk in you, ch- you, 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 you flash your badge yeah you check your bag uh, now like when when rob and i got here early obviously there was no line obviously but when we were leaving to kind of look for uh sketchbooks and stuff and just leave and walk around for a little bit there was a giant line outside and we I was gonna get get my like a book and like a, another lanyard or something, and I was like, I'm not waiting on this. Like it's too long. Um, I think when we got back, it w- it was g- down again. But it seemed like the, I hope that things. I don't. I can't even imagine what it's gonna look like on Saturday. You know. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully that's a different line. It's obviously a different line for press and for people to get in, but it's I, I feel sorry for the people who have to wait online well, to get in. And like security isn't that great to begin with. Like Reed Expo, they're fantastic at what they do, yeah. but like the Javits Center has to hire like this specific security team because they're oh, like attached wow. to, you know, the building. Like, yeah, yeah. They're all part of mm-hmm. the package deal when right. you come here. So it's like the security is the worst. They all don't know. Like they all have walkie talkies, but none of them use it. And so none of them know what's happening. They're like, oh, well, this badge can't be getting, you can't get into here. And I'm mm. like, I'm pretty sure I can. <laughs> pretty sure I can. And like, they just, 
and it's like, oh, well, you didn't tap in. And I'm like, you didn't let me tap in. And like, none of them talk to each other. And it winds up being all these other, to use one of your words, snafus. <laughs> and it's just, I hope that they get their shit together for yeah. like the busy days. Yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, like, it's going to be such a mess. Yeah. At least it'll be, uh, at least this is a good trial run for that kind of stuff, at least. Hopefully they. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> a thousand people lined up onto 7th yeah. Avenue oh, all yeah, the way down yeah. the street. It's not going to be fle- yeah. pleasant at all. So, uh, Steve and Bob, you guys came in a little bit early, not to hear so much, but you guys spent a little time in the city. What did you guys do? Went de- went down into the village. So, Halloween Adventure, which is a store that is like four blocks of Halloween stuff. and It's pretty intense. I should have come with you. Yeah. <laughs> and then to their little goth store they have next door. Masks Masquerade masks well, we can, out the wazoo. It's amazing. Well, there's that's the pl- where we to get them. This tomorrow. They're amazing. Because I will be wearing a Julie Newmar Catwoman dress tomorrow. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Did that hit the Strand Bookstore? Because it's New York. You yeah. got to. Strand's awesome. Yeah. So right. that's about it so cool. far. All right. And yeah, we're about to. Obviously, we haven't really hit anything yet today. We're about to go out and do our thing. Bob's got Women in Marvel to do. Steve so and I. Just regular women in comics. Oh, right. Women in Comics. Right. Women in Marvel is on Sunday. Um, yeah, okay. Yep. So Becky Clooney, Women in Comics, and then Steve and I are going to hit the show floor. and Yeah, show floor and Artist Alley today. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Try to run out with some interviews, maybe play some uh, video games, some next-gen console stuff. Ooh. And uh, yeah, that's it. And we'll be checking in periodically, end of days, during the day. Um, yeah. Are you guys checking out anything tonight? No, tonight I think is going to be, well, for me at least, I've been here since pretty early, so I think tonight's going to be a quiet night. I've got two open bars, so I'm definitely going Oh, out. nice. What are you going? Where are you going? I'm going to the Dynamite Party, the Vertigo Party, and nice. I'm going to try and squeeze in the Mary Sue Party. Nice. Ooh. All right. I have to figure out how to yeah. get into all of them. All you got to do, all you, all all you do is a little shoulder shuffle that yeah, you just did, and I'm pretty sure that you'll lunge get Lunge a little bit. A little lunge. Exactly. <laughs> so that's what we're going to leave you with. 70 dancing on our on our first little thing. This is actually like what I do like when I'm podcasting. Yeah. They can't see it, but yeah. there's like shimmying and finger guns all the time. Nice. Like we get the I live experience. Lunging. Yeah. But like, we're gonna I will do, totally lunge at some point. We'll have to get some footage of you lunging. Yeah. All right, so guys. You need, <laughs> did you see that Deadpool video from last year of all the different Deadpools yeah, walking yeah. up? We should just do a Stephanie uh, lunging uh, compilation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She I'll lunges. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's going to be it for our first segment here uh, we will see you guys uh, end of the day boom alright here we are end of day one at New York Comic Con um, slightly more tired slightly more run down than we were a few hours ago uh, and missing a, a Stephanie Cook um, so uh, I, I, uh, well, I'm going to start with Bob because Bob actually went to a panel today so we want to talk to him about that um, the other stuff you'll see, like, and hear about. We, Steve and I did some interviews um, that you'll see on the site, and you also will put them together in a podcast for you guys as well. But uh, Bob went to a panel, so I want to hear sure. about that. It was really interesting. It was women in comics, but it was different than you'd expect. Uh, we had three librarians oh, wow. and curated by someone in, a, in library science. So it was educational as well as, well, how do you get kids into comics? Mm-hmm. And all these, it was two girls from Dowling College and one from, I think, Madison, Wisconsin, who use comics as part of the curriculum. They, they interact with faculty to make sure the books get out. Wow. So then you, you branch it back into new readers and so on, because that became a very important part of the panel about marketing books to women. Should you directly, what's all going on? On this panel, we had Erica Schultz, who does Q7 and M3 and that sort of stuff. Uh, Becky Cloonan, who just came off 
Conan, and she does, does stuff there. Amy Chu, who has three different Kickstarters. And amazingly, she described, despite she has a female-centric book, she has 60% male readers, hmm. wow. which is, you know, pretty darn good. Uh, Emily Weisenstein is from Madison, Claudia McGivney, and Laura Pope Robbins from Dowling. It went all over the place, and it, interestingly, it got to one of our podcast topics right near the end. Last question of the day, fella sitting in the front row, wearing a flannel shirt, and it wasn't me, trust me, it's, this wasn't me, asked, well, how is it you go about writing strong female characters? And it had basically the same reaction of the ladies on the panel that it did from Kelly Sue with us, where uh, Erica Schultz was like, oh, come on. I'm, you know, we, we just hear this a lot. It's not about that, really. And Becky picked up on that. It's about writing strong characters. It doesn't matter who they are. It's, it's about that. It, you can't just say, well, they just kick ass or they do this. Then it's just a guy. Mm -hmm. right. So it was a really great panel. Very happy I went to that one. What was the rest of your day like? Walking around, mm -hmm. uh, missing everybody, basically. <laughs> I saw Stephanie a whole bunch of times, and you guys live out once each. Yeah. So I tapped Steve on the shoulder and vanished mysteriously like the shadow. Yeah, you were, you were out. <laughs> <laughs> Bought some stuff. Uh, hopefully set up some interviews for us for the future. Got uh, the Girl Comics cover that Amanda Connor did of the She-Hulk beating Tony Stark arm wrestling with a cheering crowd behind which I talked about back for our Women in Comics Week, and she and Jimmy Palmiotti, I think, are coming on to talk about Harley. Awesome. That would be great. And just, you know, we talked to Chris Claremont for a minute and a half, which was fun. We did. We did, well, yes. <laughs> it may go somewhere and may not. It may not, yeah, it's true. But today was a, I bought a few things, bought a lovely T-shirt, a Captain Marvel shirt that Steve has also found from the folks that we love fine. They're here. And I didn't make any headway in this room behind us. Oh, the, the show floor? The show floor. Warned it in long enough to get my Molly Danger from Jamal Eigel mm -hmm. and left as it started to get crazy. Yeah. People were posing for pictures and stopping, and that all had begun again. Yeah. So sort of time to go. There's tomorrow, though. There is tomorrow. There is tomorrow, and I'll There's be tomorrow. up in this room the whole thing. Steve, yeah. what about you? Uh, my day was kind of a mixed bag. I talked to a bunch of people. I saw a lot of absolutely incredible art. Uh, let's see. Who did I start off the day with? I actually started off the day with Will Sliney, mm. who is the uh, current artist and apparently the artist till the end of the Fearless Defenders. Very, uh, very cool guy. Very friendly and very upbeat. Very excited to be here. He was a lot of fun. Um... Who else did I talked to? I had a really, really great discussion with uh, Royden Lepp, who is the writer and artist of the book Rust from Archaea. Uh, I happened to talk to a gentleman named Alex Kane, who happens to be a uh, comic book contributor and video game developer. Had a lot to say about the uh, many iterations of the game Monopoly. Okay, it was quite it was quite funny. <laughs> I, I asked him a couple of good questions. Um, beyond that, I talked to a lot of artists. Today was a day of, you know. Can we can we do this at at this later time? Yeah, yeah. You know, um, Thursday's a bit rough because while we get the chance to talk to everybody while the crowd might not be as as big as it will get in the coming days, but the artists in particular are still very busy because they're still setting up. They're still organizing their commissions. They're mm -hmm. still deciding, Absolutely. you know, they're hungry, they're they're tired from their trip coming in and everything. And pretty much everybody just wants to be, you know, they're so friendly and they're so they're so willing to talk. And um, 
if I haven't, if I wasn't able to talk to somebody, I either made a time to do it or have scheduled interviews for after the con, which is is just as good. And that way, we get even more one on one time, and you're not pressed, and then everyone can ask questions, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, I did a little bit, a little bit of shopping in Artist Alley, as I do. Uh, I got a beautiful, beautiful print from Amanda Connor of the uh, cover of Harley Quinn from Coney Island. You know, leaning up against the Joker painting, which is fantastic. Uh, who else did I get stuff from? I ordered a commission from Agnes Garboska. She's going to be doing, uh, you know, a, a drawing for me. I'll show that to you guys on Sunday. And uh, just basically missing people as we're walking around yeah. and walking around the show floor. There are still parts of the building that I haven't even been to yet just because, I mean, this place is huge. And even with this amount of people and the amount of crap that I'm carrying around on, on between equipment and books and food and extra clothes and everything, uh, it's only Thursday and I'm already exhausted. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. Um, yeah, so today I, uh, we talked to Ian Edgington, which you'll see that, that interview on the site, um, the writer of Hinterkind. And that was a cool interview. It was cool to hear him talk about that. And where he, he gave some hints about where the series is going and stuff like that. So uh, kind of fascinating. Um, Talk to, talk to him and I got to, I actually was in the DC booth like in their press area and stuff like that so that was kind of cool um, it wasn't just like throw the stuff down in the middle of the show floor in all of our alley it was like places with nice comfy leather chairs to sit down and talk um, so that was nice uh I, I got to like kind of talk with some people like I talked to Yale Stewart uh he said he's gonna, if he gets this time he will do an interview he's not sure if he's have time or not um just really nice to actually meet him and talk to him. Sounds like, sounds like a really super cool guy. Uh, I decided I got a sketchbook and I'm doing a superhero, ske- not superhero sketches, uh, uh, comic book character, the comic book character, video game character. <laughs> Boom. End, end of the day stuff. Comic Con brain. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, classic video game character sketches in the book. So he did one. Um, I got Will Sliney to do one. Mm-hmm. Got um, Royden's going to do one for me as well. Got yep. a couple lined up to do him. So I'm excited about that. Um, I We couldn't interview him because. Uh, uh, I guess it, it, DC is being very structured about who they allow to interview people, but we d- I did get to stop by and talk to Pete Tomasi a little bit. Um, and I, I told him how much I love Batman and Robin, and um, we talked about the silent issue a little bit. And he talked about Pat Gleason, Patrick Gleason, the artist on it. His basic thing was like, I really, he's like, I really want this to win an award. He's like, not for me. He's like, for Patrick. He's like, he's like, Scott's got enough awards. He's like, let's, <laughs> he's like, let's get one for Patrick. He's like, because I think that he deserves to be known more. He's like, I think that thing I wish DC would would push him more. Yeah. Because I think that he, you know, if opposed to just being a great artist, he's also so consistent because he, he says he probably, he's probably missed an issue and a half total in the total run of Batman and Robin, which is ridiculous. If it's, he's, they're, on, they're working on issue 26 right now. So, you know, it was really cool to meet him because he's kind of an elusive guy as far as he's not really, really on the scene so much. And it's cool to see somebody like that in Artist Alley because he, he was signing scripts um, of actually that issue, of the silent issue. Right. Uh, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, we, uh, we t- we talked to uh, we didn't interview him but we we talked to Rob Liefeld and um, he I ran into him yeah I ran into Alan Kistler too oh really yeah oh cool I, I would love to see Alan uh, and uh, we we talked to him and he was leaving actually when we found him but we you know he said can you have like five seven minutes of your time and he's like yeah I'm here all weekend just just find me and we'll, we'll make time mm-hmm. so good to talk to him that'd be kind of cool yeah I got a couple of those I got uh, Rock Upchurch the artist of Rat Queens mm-hmm. uh, said that he would sit down with us. Uh, yeah, I mean, there were there were a couple of people that were, were totally... Oh, uh, the people from 44 Flood, uh, right, yeah. Menton 3, Kazra Gambari, uh, Ben Temple-Smith, and I keep messing up his name, 
David. Uh, it's, I can't. I can't. No, it's, it's one of those. It's got a lot of O's and U's in it. <laughs> um, so, uh, and I also talked to Rachel Deering a little bit, and she said uh, she's doing a, a horror Kickstarter. They're doing a horror anthology, and it's a lot of great writers in it and, and great artists. And so uh, I'm going to be talking to her either tomorrow or, or, or Saturday um, about that, which I'm, I'm excited about. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of that, a lot of walking around. Um, you know, excited to look at the, the sketches and stuff like that. I didn't really buy um, anything else. Um, already saw some good deals on books that I'm kind of interested in, in checking out. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, there's a place that, that have $5 trade paperbacks and $10 hardcovers. Word. Um, on, the, on the show floor. And I, they, had, uh, they had the Catwoman uh, when in Rome. Oh, that's a good book. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's I, a really I'm good thinking book. about picking that up. But that'll be sun- sun- Sunday's going to be my day if I want to do any of that stuff, I'll carry stuff, more stuff. Um, our friend cool. Justin, friend of the site, he actually went to, like, he was looking through the bins and he managed to find, uh, it was Morning Glories volumes one through four for five bucks. Oh, wow. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. Uh, I mean, we, we talked a little bit about the security situation beforehand, but uh, when we were walking down, the we actually should have shot video of it. I don't know why we didn't. We were, the the tents outside people are lining up were ridiculous today. Tents? There are tents outside, so people could line up. Yeah, because because they don't want them lining up inside. Um, and so that's actually the entrance is actually outside under these tents. Uh, so many people out there, and it's only Thursday. I listen. I I don't want things to go wrong, but if if things happen the way they did today, when things get really crazy tomorrow and especially Saturday. I can't even imagine like what it's going to look like there. Um, but let's hope for the best. Hope that today they work out the kinks and then they finish it. Um, show floor was way busier this year on Far Thursday busier, yeah. than it was last year. It was crazy. Like I, you know, last year Steve and I got to walk in and we got to play like video games and kind of. It was not like that. The time we got on the show floor was probably ten minutes after it opened. It was a zoo. So um, didn't get too much, too much of that stuff. But you know, we'll see what happens in the coming days. Well, we just. Just as we walked up here, we met Carolyn Coco, who was on our yeah. Wonder Woman panel. She, we were supposed to go to a panel together. Mm. She got stuck in that. Yeah. She ended up here, but cattle pinned yeah. downstairs. They opened the doors at three and just moved everyone into another room and sort of locked them in. Oh, wow. And then moved everyone in in little bits and pieces. Yeah. Now, is it this new tapping It's got to be system? part of the problem. It just takes a little bit longer. Hopefully, they work, work it out. Um, I mean, it's good, fine for us because we don't have to wait on those lines because we just, you know, we have the press yeah. lines and stuff, and we have a, a much shorter group of people that have to get in at that time. But we'll see what happens t- tomorrow. Um, uh, hopefully, it resolves itself, and hopefully, we have some more cool stuff to talk about with you guys. I think. Are you hitting any panels tomorrow, Bob? Yes. A bunch of panels tomorrow? Uh, Panel day for you? A few. It's mostly Ace trying to find Kelly Sue DeConnick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's an image panel at 12.15 that I'm going to try cool. to get to. We'll, yeah. we'll see how. Yeah. What that looks like. When are you supposed to talk to the 44 Flood guys? Uh, that would be tomorrow. Yeah, do you have a big time or just going to go when you... when? Uh, they got a bit of a hectic schedule. There is some uh, some industry stuff going on tomorrow. Gotcha. That they'll be... Uh, chatting with us. Chatting with us about. Yeah. Uh, kind of a big deal for yeah. them. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I mean, yeah. it's with Artist Alley, it's so touch and go. Yeah, they absolutely. got They got time, and then all of a sudden, you know, there are people behind you, and you, you feel rushed. Yeah. I mean, any any interviews that I conducted today couldn't have been any more than 10 minutes apiece. Yeah, no, yeah, no. That, I mean, that's, that's a good interview, though, for the con floor. Yeah. Yeah, for people who don't know that. Um, yeah, I love walking past their booth because, A, because I love the uniformity and, like, the, the, like the coolness of the way they design it. And also, Ben Templesmith, 
looks like he should play like like a jazz in a jazz band, like a jazz <laughs> piano player. Is what he looks like to me. He's always like his hair is perfect, his facial. He looks like an English time. rock star. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's gonna, you know, just got off the first class. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so I think that's gonna wrap up uh, Thursday at New York Comic Con. Um, gonna go have a few drinks, relax, get some sleep, come back fresh tomorrow. Big day tomorrow. Um, got a bunch of interviews lined up, like we said, a couple panels to go to. Um, so yeah, we'll be back tomorrow with more stuff and look for interviews, uh, video interviews on the site, a video podcast on the site. Uh, you know, if you're listening to this and you're waiting for the video stuff, and the video stuff might come a little bit later. I haven't quite decided how that's going to work out. And the Wi-Fi here is terrible, so we, yeah, it is. Uh, we're going to upload stuff from here, but even it's people imp- paying for it is yeah, bad. But it's been impossible, so uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, look for it. We have a ton of content coming on the site, and if it doesn't come out this weekend, we'll just bomb you with it next week. So you have a full week of stuff to, to look forward to. All right, so um, that's going to do it for talking comics from Thursday, day one of New York Comic Con. Uh, we will see you guys tomorrow. 